Good morning, guys and girls. Anthony from Braintree Motormouth. Joined again today by my resident DJ. Oh, well, it's better than oh. your left-hand lady or whatever you used to call me. Paul Goddard. Hello, everybody. And my guest today. So it's our first guest on the show. Good friend. Um, it's what? <laughs> good friend. <laughs> good friend. Uh, now, it, now you Soon are. to be. Soon to be a good friend. And our guest today is the CEO of MCE Insurance, the UK's world's number one. UK world's number one. UK world's number one motorbike insurance. Julian Edwards. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Anthony. Well, I'm a bit surprised because yesterday afternoon I was quietly minding my own business, as you do, and I thought today I was on uh, hotboxing with Mike Tyson. (laughs) And then my LinkedIn started going bananas, and I thought, what's going on here? So I click on it, and you've mentioned my name, and suddenly I've got all these people wanting to be friends with me. So you are a seriously influential dude. Have I raised your profile? Yeah, you have. That is mental. You can come again. Imagine Forget about Mike Tyson and his hotboxing. I mean, I can pretend to be Mike Tyson. Go on then. Well, hello, Julian. Thank you for coming on boxing today. What? What? No. I think that's good. I thought that was quite good. No, awful. I'm not doing that. my hotbox. Um, oh, he's going to kill me now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I reckon you could take him. <laughs> he's coming in next. <laughs> Imagine that he turns up with his tiger. Just just comes in. He's um, a mad master. His mushrooms. He's mad. He's mad. <laughs> but today, we're, we're here to speak to um, Julian. He's, he's probably the only insurance company who has uh, actually arranged to meet me. Um, if not, I'm actually on the blacklist on most insurance companies. Um, so we're down, we're down today to... Um, speak to Julian about his journey and um, where he started and, and where he is now. And to be fair, like I said at the time, I, just reading his bio on LinkedIn just blew me away. Like I said under my message, it's made me want to go back to school and listen so I can actually become something. You still but, wouldn't um, listen. No, I wouldn't. You're right. <laughs> I, spent most, I spent most of my time outside looking in. What, the classroom? Yeah, because yeah, so. I always got sent out. Yeah. But you're very well, so you're obviously university I was say university trained. University educated. <laughs> educated, that's yeah. Trained. You speak very well as well, yeah, don't you? I yeah, like yeah. his voice. Thank you. I don't know if it's made up. It made up. <laughs> I thought we were in a, in, a, in a bubble of trust. We are in a bubble of trust. You know, you just spent the last 10 minutes <laughs> telling me that when you meet someone, you just automatically trust them. What I a, do. What a load of bollocks. <laughs> I do trust you 100%. We, we were speaking earlier, because we've been talking about this while Paul sets up, because he's not really got the hang of it yet. So he takes about half hour. So um, we've been talking about where Julian came from, and um, where he is now, and um, with the insurance side, uh, Julian is is just unbelievable. You've gone from a broker, yep. to an insurer. Mm. So for me, that's it's an outstanding achievement, anyway. But it's it's to to our listeners, what what's the what was the biggest thing to change you from broker to insurer? Well, I suppose in the uh, in the late 90s and the noughties, our model was all about cross-selling. So we would insure someone's motorcycle, 
And then from there, we would cross-sell to them different products. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was really successful for us. And we created a company doing credit hire, credit, uh, credit storage, uh, a marketing company, a company doing um, uh, motorsport insurance. Yeah. And that was all off the, back of our, off the back of our motor insurance. And then we got to a point and we said, look, we've got all of the disciplines and the skill sets here to be able to take our model one step further and create an insurance company. And it happened just like that. Yeah. In about 10 seconds. <laughs> so uh, we're just like, you didn't right, one, one, one Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, okay, we've got the credit hire up and running. Now let's go and create an insurance so company. That is mental. Well, that was, happened that quick though. Yeah, making the decision happen that quickly. I was going to say, not turning into an insurance no, company. No, to create the quick. insurance company, you know, to get our, our authorization yeah. was a three and a half year timeline. Was it? Yeah, three and a half year timeline Long with God. some really difficult parts on the journey where you think it's just not going to happen yeah and three and a half years to stay energized and focused on something i can't even wait know. three and a half hours can i yeah no. i three am the world's worst like yeah. i literally he does a podcast we'll record this and i go right when, when can we go live when can we <laughs> right. go live did i yeah. three and a half years did you ever feel like giving up at that time oh yeah absolutely yeah we thought it was going to be about a 12 month onboarding process yeah. Uh, you know, because obviously we had the capitalization sorted out, we had our products, we had our business plan. Um, but essentially, we were trying, we were creating a public interest entity. Right. It is what it says. It's in the public interest. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it takes takes a lot longer to... You had to uh, get the money from underneath your mattress to, <laughs> to put it. in there. Yeah, exactly. That took a Give few, it to the Italians, then people. get it back again. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> so, um, so, how long have you been an insurance company, an actual insurance company? 2012. So, so, you know, we're coming up to 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, you said 10. you were good at maths. I, I was very good I looked good at your face you there. I wasn't, wasn't going to help you I'm out. Glad, I'm glad we got visual because I was about to do 2014, <laughs> yeah. 2014. I'm not the cleverest I was going to get your abacus out. <laughs> and, and, and what a sort of, you know, coming up to 10 years that's been. I mean, the world's just changed in that period I bet of time. even the last year. Like, yeah. The last year must have been madness for you as well. Well, we created the insurance company in an analogue environment. Yeah. You know, it was about people. Yeah. It was about slow processes. <laughs> and, you know, that suited that. us. It suited all the insurance companies. Yeah. It was a safe haven. Yeah. And then I think how quickly it's changed over the last three or four years. And, uh, you know, nobody operates in the same way. No. And I, and you were saying the biggest thing about you going forward is, um, I don't even know how you would say, is turning your claims process into a, what would you, how would you say yeah, so digital transformation. Right. Um, you know, which sounds... Told you it was clever. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it was clever. Is that, <laughs> is that impressed? Yeah, I'm blown away by you every five minutes. Oh, right. Okay, what we talk about, digital so, transformation. Yeah. So we took all of that. It sounds simple. If you're creating a new company, of course, you build it all in a digital world. Yeah. You don't put any analogue or human processes into place. But we're taking, you know, a legacy business that was based on people that yeah. you can date back to 1975 yeah. and, you know, make it fit for purpose in this environment. That's a huge job to do. Um, so first of all, you know, it's, we spent eight years working on claims, just putting our infrastructure together. So that took us um, up to... Well, you've got me going on the map. Yeah, no, now. eight years. So eight, eight years. That'll take us up to today. It's not. It took us up to twenty eighteen. So it was six we, years. Just to say why we're here as well. Um, Julian's got a lovely office. It's a really oh, nice yes. office. Yeah. It is um, state of the art. 
Um, who says insurance doesn't pay? Now carry on, James. <laughs> so it didn't take us eight years. It took us six years. Six years. <laughs> so now we've got that one all. So you've nailed your claims process down. <laughs> nailed our claims process down to a certain degree. And then we put our attention into uh, policy. So in terms of what we can do for our customers. And we completed our digital transformation, which is creating a frictionless world for our customers. Yeah. So the vision is that all transactions um are operated through technology which is really weird because we were talking before i'm the complete opposite like i as i was saying to julian i used to ring my bank every day and speak to a person and for two or three years she used to say to me um you do know you got internet banking and i hated it because i didn't want to lose that customer interaction but like you said i do it i do it now yeah we're all inverted Everyone's self-taught in this, you know, for us moving to this environment. Do you not think, though, people on the end of a phone is a good thing? Okay, Google, how many people like waiting for a phone to be answered from an insurance company? No, I get that. Or is this going to be some little funny twist that you enjoy doing? No, no, it's it's really weird because I do like the whole music. Because, you know, know, if you're waiting for more than two seconds, ah. Slam in the phone. Take a picture they just don't answer. <laughs> they just don't answer. I'll go back to a further part of my career. Yeah. You know, when I was sort of like 18, 19 years old, working in a branch office, August. Yeah. Factory Fortnite comes along. 30 people. What killed. is Factory Fortnite? Factories used to close down for two weeks. Did they? Yeah. Did, did never knew that. Did you not know that? Oh. Anyway, so what do you do on the Fortnite. Factory yeah. Fortnite? So what do you do on your first day of holiday? You queue up to buy your insurance. I can't answer why <laughs> they thought that was a good idea, but that's what happened. That was and I'll turn up, you know, as a, as a nineteen-year-old. There'd be thirty people. Are you joking? Queuing, no, that's me. Get yeah, their insurance. Queuing but outside, you must yeah. Well and then they would come in, you get a quote, well happy, though, and then they walk to the next office. You want to get have quotes. a cigarette at the counter. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, but that had to does. go. And then they went onto the phone. And so, so, so what you're trying to build is obviously a, a and you've still got staff because we were saying, like anything, is in. Tesco's, where they've got the checkout, you've still got the other ones, haven't you, where people are working there? Yeah. And I've had this debate on LinkedIn loads of time because I hate doing self-checkout. Because without sounding rude, if I wanted to work at Morrison, I'd go and work there. I feel like I'm not getting paid to do my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... Yeah. But you're... Well, you like a chat. Yeah, I'd love a chat. <laughs> but then I, I would um, always go straight. Would you go self-checkout? Every time. Well, because you still You try and put the thing... Because they measure that now. So be careful. I'm helping them. <laughs> I mean, they have to throw away so many. Have you ever tried to get? Come on, let's be honest here. Have you ever tried to get a bit in the basket without? I've run a public interest entity. Oh yeah, nor do I. Nor do I. (laughs) Listeners, I've never tried. I don't even know where you're going with this. I don't even know what you're on about. (laughs) But what Julian was saying is, every time um, they make something more digital, but staff still stay but in a different I think that's the fear in any business when they can see an organisation transferring from yeah. digital are there going to be any are there going to be any job jobs yeah of course there's going to be jobs yeah. they're going to be different jobs yeah. and an evolution of skills yeah. that people can then migrate into you know different stages of their careers yeah um, and like you so said, we've got over that sort of you the, know, the that worry. fear factor yeah the fear yeah. factor yeah. so on I, I'm not being and ultimately in... if we don't go through this digital transformation the jobs wouldn't be at MC anyway no because no, you that. just can't survive and, and no, you'd just no, fall, you would fall behind yeah. wouldn't you yeah, and that's the thing with that. you you're very forward so do you you do all this yourself as well don't you yeah we do yeah our, oh, whole, our whole business has been about organic growth understanding everything from a granular level 
Now, I know, you know, within this organisation, which is complex, an insurance yeah. company yeah. is complex. I know exactly who to go to in my business who's the subject matter expert. That's excellent. So, a couple of things what I want to ask you. Comparison, your your main source of business now. 100% of our inquiries. 100%. 100% of our inquiries. Is comparison. comparison. So, if Mr and Mrs Jones don't, under, don't understand comparison, I go on, I... Click some buttons, it comes up with five different people to insure, right? So how does that work? Do you have to pay do you have to pay to be on there? Yeah, uh, no, we don't have to pay to be on there. What we do is we pay every time someone insures right. with us through the price comparison sites. And how so surely we like say you, Paul, if you looked on, don't mm. everyone click on the top one or the cheapest? One, do two you, and three. I was gonna say you know, the top one's three. got the concentration risk, eighty percent, then the yeah. scraps are between two and three. If you're outside the top three, you're not going to write no, it that's pretty much. Price. Is that what it is? That's what I, yeah. yeah it's, it's a price comparison site. Yeah. And when someone's buying their, you know, insurance for their for their personal good, they want the yeah. cheapest price. Do you do you think everyone wants the cheapest price? Look. The vast majority of people yeah. absolutely do, which yeah. is why they've been such a huge success. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Personally, like you say, I would look at the top You definitely are the four. fucking cheapest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've seen your lunch. And my pay packet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> no, I would look at the top one, obviously, is the first one that comes up. You look at that and you go, oh, that's a good price. Yeah. But personally, I would then look at the next two or three just to see, because if that top one's like, some company I've never heard of. Do you go by name as well? Do you yeah, think MCE yeah. name, if that was in the mix, so where, where are you normally on so the that's, price? So that's really interesting. On the motorcycle side, yeah. absolutely, brand plays an important part yeah. for so MCE. So going back to, you used to be the head sponsor of the Superbike. I'm not say, a biker You're at huge all. in the, you've got to, you've got to be well, the biggest. Let, let's get it right. Yeah, we are MCE the, insurance the British Superbike. Yes. Exactly, exactly. So uh, Julian had 10 years um, of amazing times. With grid girls. Amazing. No, not with grid girls. We can't say that, can we? Um, <laughs> but on, on that then, so on a price comparison, would you go RMC? So a motorbike, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on here. On motorbikes, you'd be the name that everyone knew. Got to yeah. be. Right, to yeah. be. cool. I don't understand that because I'm, I'm not, not a I'm not a motorcycle owner. Yeah, but, but you like men in leather, don't you? I do. Right, um, but but <laughs> honestly, to do a motorbike. I wouldn't even know of any other motorcycle insurers. So if I which was is perfect, per which means you yeah, built your that's, brand that's perfect. The thing. Yeah. And what about car then? Well, that's interesting. So you know, we do uh, underwrite car business and van business where we don't have a big brand. Yeah. Yet we still underwrite the insurance. People still buy from us. Yeah. Because our price and our products right. Yeah. And it shows. It shows there's such confidence from consumers in insurance. Yeah. And the UK's financial industry uh financial services industry that yeah. people can buy on price and absolutely demand the right service and the right product and if an insurance company crashes that's the worst environment that can happen yeah, of course customers are still protected by the policyholders protection board, yeah and you get paid out you know the yeah. uh, the lion's share of your claim so, so well, why not buy on price no i i get that i do get that and i, I my argument in my industry with uh, max and repairs is Loads of insurance companies say to me, well, the customer buys on price, so why shouldn't we repair on price? Yeah. So in our industry, they the whole point of um, commercial decisions is insurance companies sign up with body shops who will work to their rates. Yeah. We don't. And one of the arguments is always, well, the customers search around for the best price. Why can't we? Yeah. My argument is, do you get the best service from the cheapest people? 
But then, like you say, for insurance, you'd still say that you give out a great service and you're not yeah, the nearest people. Yeah, you, 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 you have to. You know, it's you such a mature market. You yeah. know, we, we're, we're regulated in that yeah. way. If we don't get it right, as well. it's so expensive. Yeah, reviews are important. Yeah. Yeah. So I, mean, so, so I understand on, on that side of you. So I have the argument that, obviously, approved repairers, I'm not saying that they don't do the job of us, but the, 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 the money in being approved is so minimal. We were talking about fraud, weren't we? Mm. Uh, what's the, you've got you know the stats in your industry. What's the fraud fraudulent or oh, 1.2 million pounds a year with detected. Some detected. Yeah, so it's at three, four oh. times the side of that. What's known about is uh, seven hundred thousand incidents a year in, in fraud. A year in just fraud. in insurance that is detected. Yeah, but that's in any insurance, is it? That's that's uh, personal insurance. Yeah, cool. So personal insurance. Personal right. insurance, which the lion's share. And that could be anything. UK what, someone um, cash for crash. Yeah, it could be anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, a, had a flood at home. There's no fraudulent activity with my claim. <laughs> Julian's on his fourth flood exactly. claim. Um, um, we're scared about the equipment in yeah. case. We yeah, look, the profile of people committing fraud. Uh, two ends of the spectrum. Organized gangs. Yeah. Really sophisticated models that can extract millions of pounds from a single insurer when they spot a weakness. That's crazy. And they're so good and they hammer and they hammer and they hammer that insurer yeah. and you can find out about when it's too late. Yeah. Because that is their, that's their job as a fraudster yeah, of course, yeah. to trick you. Yeah. So from those organized guy, uh, uh, gangs down to a priest. Yeah. So you try and profile who is committing yeah, fraud. Cool. Yeah. It's everywhere. So back to my normal question. So insurers are not having it off. Insurers are not having it off. Uh, we sit in one of the nicest offices I've ever been with. Insurers <laughs> ain't having it off. I get that. I my my thing with insurance is, Mister and Missus Jones. We all look at our policies, right? And we go, oh, it's eight hundred quid for an Audi for a year. Why are insurance charging me eight hundred quid? And you were saying on bike is it averaging two hundred? Is it? Average premiums, a couple of hundred pounds. Average premium, a yeah. couple hundred pounds for a bike. Julian was telling us, which we don't even think about, if you look at that person, what, a motorbike guy who's had a crash and lost his leg? Yeah. You've now got to deal with that for the rest of his life. Yeah, so insurance does play a really important part in society and, you know, global economics. You know, um, the UK couldn't function without a vibrant... Uh, insurance industry. Yeah. It's just impossible. Which no one, we, biggest, we didn't think of that, did we? Well, you, you, you don't you do think, it, you, don't. you know about it, but you obviously don't actually think about it, do you? Yeah. It's the biggest distributor of wealth globally, insurance is. It underpins every pension fund. It underpins every Which fabric is, it, of society. When you, when you hear it, you think, oh, well, that obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes of course sense. it does. Yeah. Yeah. And for fraudulent claims, you know, um, we say £50 is added onto every premium yeah. for fraudulent claims. They're the ones that are known about. Yeah. So on that, though, I always say, and we were talking earlier again, I always think it's weird because us as Mr. and Mrs. Jones, and I always talk about me being a, a normal person as well, even though I'm not normal, but we look at it as every year we're getting told our policy's going up for, um, there's been floods this year, weirdly enough, <laughs> been floods with Julian, or there's been stolen vehicles, or there's been like, um, there's always something that puts the premium, that's in our minds. Yeah. So with insurers, how do we get around that stigma of insurance just putting people's policies up. Oh, Are you ever going to get around I, that? I, I, I don't, don't think you're can, ever going to get around that. Insurance companies do a phenomenal job. They yeah. do when it really matters. Yeah. Insurance companies do a phenomenal job. And uh, look, we're in the business of long tail liability claims. Yeah. 
Which uh, is bad. The duty when... of care. So if a minor's injured by one yeah. of our policyholders, we will look after that individual for the entirety of their life, and we fully expect them with with you know the with with the great medical care that is now being able to provide it that that person should live a full yeah. life expectancy. And that's mad because you're looking at that. If that did happen, God forbid, that was a two hundred pound policy. Two hundred pound policy that we are and you've now duty got to look bound after that person absolutely the morally rest of correct. Seventy years. How do you stay in business then? If that's the case, two hundred pound policy. The the flip side of that could be what what. Do you know what your biggest claim paid out ever was on that? Yeah, I do. We're over twenty million pounds on a claim. You're joking? No, and that was probably a two hundred pound policy. That was undoubtedly a two hundred pound policy. Yeah, that's yeah. mad. I mean, it might it? be four hundred. You don't think that? And, yeah. and everyone thinks I'm yeah. against insurance companies. I'll go on record always to say I'm not against insurance companies at all. I'm against insurance companies doing wrong things, and that's the same as what I would be in body shops. Yeah. Body shops who commit fraud, I'm against them. But people say when they hear about a twenty million pound claim, they're just like, "Whoa, that's a lot of money." Yeah, and 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 but no one thinks about the individual. It's twenty no. million pounds for a reason. Yeah. It's going to require that level of specialist care plus solicitors. Yeah, cool. <laughs> they have their care. Well, so so yeah. nineteen million. Well, and then one million to the car. But this well, is no, no, no. The, broadly, the way it works is that forty percent would be on the damages to the individual. Will it? Right, sixty sixty percent. Let's not just give these solicitors a bad rep because there's loads <laughs> of loads other of people out there. Yeah. Medical agencies, yeah. crash yeah. scene investigators. But, to be blah, fair, blah, blah, blah. but solicitors take a lion's share of yeah. that. Let's the, face it. This is you're clever enough to be an solicitor, aren't you? <laughs> I don't, I don't oh. know how to take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we but no, but that. this is sort of what we're trying to get at is the fact that there's it's not necessarily the insurance companies themselves that are damaging the, this industry for us. No, of course it's, not. It's the people in between taking their cuts when actually, if they just dealt with middle us, men. Yeah, middle men. and if they just middle dealt with must, us direct, yeah. And, and, and gave us what we feel is, is fair, then everyone could be a lot happier. For the us to settle a simple £5,000, yeah. you know, uh, soft tissue claim, yeah. you know, we've got to pay 12 different suppliers. That's what I mean. Yeah, and crazy. that is... A, that can't is, we wheel that And then down you multiply that up yeah. with the hundreds of thousands it. of claims yeah, exactly. that we're dealing with. But can't you whittle that down somehow? And you, Can't we get rid of middlemen? Uh, th there is a really important value chain in there. I was going to say, you need your medical legal companies, you need your repairers, yeah. you need your solicitors, yeah. uh, you need, you know, the NHS requires paying, Department of uh, Department of Work and Pensions, yeah. uh, to name a few recovery operators. So on that it, then, you're it, it, it is a whole web. But, you're but that, that takes a claim from this figure to that figure. With but it's all, all very analogue. It's all very analog, you know. You've got the insurer, well, the customer and the insurer, the two yeah, pivotal that, points of it. Yeah, and then and you've then got other all of these the organisations that are completely unrelated, all with their own own processes and, a, and agenda yeah. to make money. So, so what we're looking at is claims and saying claims has to be friction free. Yeah, you know, it has to be. Uh, you know, when a customer wants to report a claim, it's got to be digitally reported, yeah. and then it's got to feed into everybody else's. You know, network for an API, the entire supply chain, it, it, and it would speed everything up. Yeah, it's really weird because we spend our whole time saying, "Don't ring insurers first." Yeah, <laughs> that is my tagline. Well, yeah, because we, first. as a repairer, as a repairer, side, we, we want to, to deal with it, first, and we want so to we, grab that and we've capture got, it. Yeah, but it's not to take the mic either; it's just to get no, what just we, to make sure that, that we first can get phone the call is the most important thing in any. And why do why do customers want to phone you first? Because if you if they we we look after them. 
We make it easy for them. We hold their hand through. Because if you think, and this is going back to when I was at Town & Country, back in the day, they got rid of their f null and sent it to India, which are no problem. First the notification pro- of loss. First notification The reason they'd done that was for money. Mm. They had to pay us double time in Ipswich for about six months to actually put right what was happening in India. And it was no blame to India. But what would you want to have a crash and try and explain to someone who couldn't speak a word of English back then... And explain your accident. Absolutely. They lost so much business um, because of But that. then if you look at what people have to, you know, disclose oh, in a personal notification loss, yeah. you know, what a load of rubbish that yeah. is. You know, you, Was can it take, sunny? you can take it down from 50, 60 questions yeah. into meaningful half a dozen. And that's really manageable. And that's what you're technology. doing with your technology. That's what we're doing in technology. I'm excited if your vehicle is damaged, whether yeah. it's a third party claim or whether it's a first party claim, it should be... The claim should be completed within 21 days. Yeah. Easily 21 yeah. days. And I think... But that's, that's the problem. Too. When you've got middlemen, yeah. all of... With their own agendas... Yeah. This is where the claim goes to 40 to 60 yeah. days, isn't it? And of course, consumers don't really understand it. No, How many claims do you make in a life cycle? They reckon every eight years, don't they? Every, yeah, once every eight years. Right. Well, let's hope I don't have a flood next year. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be three in a year. Three in a year. Moving on just to um, what is Big Ed... Big Ed is. Do you what know what? Big First Ed? of all, Big Ed. What? I know Big Ed. So he's Big. Everyone knows Big Ed. He's. I don't. He's Big, Big Ed's Ed. The was champion your, of champions. Was that yeah. your mask? Would you call it a mascot? mascot? Big Ed. Big Ed is MCE. MCE. Even I know that. Yeah, he, but I don't get it. He what? personifies all that we are. <laughs> no, but I don't you, know where I'm going. If on you that. Asked, on, where did you come up with that then? Or what was it? What was it? What is he? What, compa- I don't mean, he was, what was he, it? He's he a was motorcycle creative. rider. Look at why are you both so angry? Because it's obvious what he is. He's a motorcycle rider. What, is he an actual person? Yeah. No, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. You have a look. You can, you, you can watch him riding around the track. Do you, do you yeah, know yeah, who he is? Yeah, for real. No. Oh, yeah. is he you? No one's ever seen him without a helmet. I love exactly. that. Is he st- was he the first stick? Who ain't made it famous? <laughs> yeah. Stick come in and made it more famous. If the stick was fun. <laughs> He's got a massive smile. But no, any, anyone that's, that's what, into, into motorbikes, motorbikes will know MCE and they will know who he is. Big Ed's had a lot of fun over the years. I mean, he enjoyed 10 years at the yeah, MCE. Yeah, of good, kid, of good girls. <laughs> he enjoyed 10 years. Ed being on animal. the podium. He had, that, Under that. he had that fling with Jordan, didn't he? Oh, you can't just <laughs> you can't just throw stuff out like that. <laughs> I think it was Jody Marsh. but Oh, was it? Oh, know. sorry, sorry. Is that what it, yeah. I don't even know what's happening here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where we're going with being gobsmacked. I'm j i am just don't know what is happening. I don't I've never been into bikes to be fair, so I don't I don't know anything about it. But what I liked about um you and and your brand when I see it is just for me, it's it, for an insurer to actually want to speak to someone who's asking either difficult questions or I just I want to break away from the norm because our industry is so like it seems like it's us and them. There's distrust everywhere. There's distrust with it, you know. But you know, in, in, insurers, we spend a fortune not just in capital expense, but in terms of resource as well, mitigating fraud exposure yeah. from everywhere. 
And you've been very vocal about you yeah, know, fraud, your profession yeah, and the amount yeah. of fraud. And that is broadly undetected. Do you know, do you know what gets me is I've been a, a um, an, an approved repairer. I've been a, a, a dealer approved. That means like a BMW or Mercedes, whatever. I've been a, a, um, an approved repairer. I've been a, a accident management company. I've actually seen all hands of it. And when I talk, I only ever talk the truth or what I've yeah. seen or heard. I would never, ever make up that there's fraud if there isn't because it doesn't get me in anywhere it happens all day every day i've had insurance engineers say anthony we can't police it it's happening so much that we haven't got the the resources to police it it's impossible so for me though my argument is we are pushing i believe insurers are pushing i say shouldn't say we we are pushing insurers are pushing repairers to work for such low margins that they have to do one or two things cut corners or commit fraud and that's the problem is, why don't we look at paying a higher labour rate, but actually getting stuff done quicker? Credit repair must be a massive loss for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the insurance, motor insurers in general, have done a really bad job of managing the supply massive. chain, of managing massive. customers' expectations, yeah. which is why this industry now is big. I mean, yeah. you know, if you look at the, the, the medical side, medical agencies, yeah. that's an industry that's worth £250 million in its own right. It's crazy. And that's really fringe stuff. Yeah. You know, you look at more of the bread and butter, the, the uh, what you credit hire and Credit and hire. We used to get um, an accident management company telling us to go over a weekend. And that's no good, because if that was against you, imagine that... Imagine how many body shops oh, were. Oh, and it's multiplied up. Yeah. You know, this is a huge, huge profession. And this is why I say don't worry about the labour rate. Worry about getting jobs done quicker, making sure we're charging for the right things. But Anthony, um, I said it's only there because of the incompetence of the insurance companies yeah. of being able to get that claim and manage it and meet the expectations. Yeah. Customers would much prefer that. Yeah, of course. One source well, with the paymaster. Yeah. But they don't. They're forced out to yeah. use... You know, a whole is, load of different cottage industries. And this is why we say with credit repair, they wouldn't be about if insurers knew how to deal. Well, probably they do now, but dealt with it properly at the time. I don't think insurers are nearly as uh, 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 at the level that they should be. Yeah. They've got to invest in their digital strategies. Yeah. They've got to invest in their communication with their clients, third parties, and also the supply network as yeah. well. Got to get it nailed. Otherwise, it's just going to continue to, you know, or even provoke fraudulent activity. 100%. And fraudulent activity can come in so many different guises. It can just be exaggerated claims. Yeah. But those exaggerated claims are costing us about three and a half million pounds a day. It's, it's Not MCE, but costing motor insurance yeah. three and a half million pounds a day. Well, I remember, again, going back to BMW, I remember a lady came in and it was, I was, I was it came in, got hit up the backside. <laughs> and she pointed at the bonnet and went, I want that done at the same time as well. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, last time I had a claim, they done the re- all my car and I got, I got five grand in injury, ended up doing my kitchen up. And I like looked at her at that time and I thought, you're the sort of person who's ruining this industry. Mm. Why are we doing the front of your car? Because someone's hit you up the backside. Mm. But the thing is, there's body shops who would do that. Yeah. And there are people who are in, involved in it who want to make the repair go over. Like we just, I just want a fair run. And because of that... Because of that incident you're talking about there, yeah. specifically that one, yeah. Mabel, 86 years old, yeah. waiting for That's a pension, got less money. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. the serious she side of it. It's not a victimless crime. Think <laughs> of Mabel. Look up, look down, look all around.
much to see. So come outside. Hello, my dears. Yeah. <laughs> Mabel, weirdly enough, is my nan's name. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she never told me. No, she's not. <laughs> Don't say that about <laughs> that. Right. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna end this on. Well, tell us, um, Julian, what's your next goal? What's your next? Where do you want to be in twelve months? Yeah. So we're completing uh, uh, putting the customer at the heart of what we do. Uh, digital transformation on the policy side to so the buying of the insurance. That's almost complete. Then we want to move all of our resource and attention to uh, claims to first of all make the first party claims journey completely digitized yeah. so someone can complete their claim within 21 days, wipe their hand and get on with their lives Perfect. and then move into third party claims from there. Excellent. So uh, if you have a motorbike, go and look at MCE. Or buy one. Buy one. Just go Two and buy one. or three. Yeah. yeah. Go and buy some more motorbikes. <laughs> I've negotiated a nice little commission, so <laughs> if anyone could insure with MCE, use the code word Anthony, not hairband, Anthony. When you was Ed under the helmet, did you I, wear... I wasn't Ed under the oh, helmet. Oh, you wasn't. What's that? You... <laughs> Big Ed. Well. Big Ed. There's, there's yeah. rumours. There's, yeah, there's rumours. Did you uh, did you have your hairband on Jody there? Marsh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she signed to... an NDA. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, yeah. So today, Julian, thank you ever so much for, for seeing us. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the content. Um, Paul will get editing to make it a bit more interesting. <laughs> Try um, well, no, I think well, it was really interesting for no, us. It was interesting for us. And let's just say the whole podcast for me is to learn more things. I now don't believe that insurance companies are having it. That's a lie, I do still. <laughs> we haven't built the trust yet. Oh, the pain. <laughs> but no, it's um it's one of, we were just talking about reviews as well, just quickly before I do shut down. Is Julie was the insurance companies care. They, yeah. they, they absolutely care. MCE and most other insurers are striving every day to try and get it better and get it right. And I truly believe that for customers, regulators, business partners, everyone. We we do want to get it right. Yeah. It's just you're such a big entity, to be fair. Just not it, good enough in a few er- in, in yeah. quite a few areas. And it's like us. We do that. We oh, are such a yeah. small company yeah. that if we were getting it wrong, you'd yeah. be you'd want to get shot, wouldn't you? Because if we are so small, we should be nailing what we do, yeah. and that's why we do. That's why so many people in the UK use us is because we do hold their hands. You're talking about transferring to, to digital. I'm the worst person in the world to to become digital. Um, I like holding people's hands and skipping um, all the way through a claim, so it feels like they're they're being looked after. And, it's, and that's how we do a lot of business, isn't it? And, so, it? and it comes across from yourself that that is how you try to run yours, your yeah. business. So I think that's great. I love too. it. It's been, it's been such an interesting no. few hours for us. Um, it's nice, again, that Julian's um, had the balls to meet us. And again, I'm not here to trip up insurers. I never, I never am. You guys are, are what make the industry. And we want to um, learn more. We want to yeah. work with you. That's what we're trying to say. Work with us. Mm. We'll oh, work mate. with you. It sounds like you're going to cry again. <laughs> And you can do this every and hopefully, Don't you get me emotional? We can do this together. Just because he knows Big Ed. You can meet him. We'll set up a day where you meet Big really? Ed. Yeah. I'd like that. No, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me. No, thank you very much. I really enjoyed meeting no, you guys. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks for your time, and I'll speak to you soon. Yep. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Hi, guys. Paul here. Just a reminder that this week is your chance to win a brand new PS5, courtesy of Braintree Motorworks. If you want to be in with a chance of winning, 
please follow these simple steps. Follow us on Instagram, tag a friend, like and share to your story, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and listen out for the word hairband in today's podcast. If you think you know when you heard it, then please text your name and the exact time you heard it to 077 38 Good luck, you've got until 12pm on the 23rd of April.